Gentlemen, let's broaden our minds. Lawrence. So I have to say to our dear listeners, I'm sorely disappointed that nobody showed up to the Real Flick screening meetup. Because Cody and I did. Some, some it is in- so weird, though. Um, so I had no idea you were in that movie. Yeah. I had no idea you were in that theater until after the movie. I went to the bathroom and checked Snapchat. And I saw on your story, 715 Ladybird. I was like, what the fuck? Because also, another fun fact, this isn't the first time this has happened. Yeah. I'm sure it's happened last, a lot on accident that we just but last know time, about. last time it happened, we knew about it. Yeah. But then you took off after I went to the bathroom, and I never saw I you. I had to pee, and I was kind of mad that I didn't get to watch both movies. <laughs> yeah, I understand that. But o- overall, next time, come on. Come on, people. We'll stick around next time. I paid $700 to run out that theater, and nobody showed up. You kidding me? <laughs> Which, that movie, actually, so in real life, everybody. Yeah, IRL. That movie theater is in the middle of a decently sized city. Uh, not decently sized. It's a tiny city. Outside of New York, the most liberal city, maybe on the East Coast. It's where Cornell is, Ithaca. That's where we go and see our indie art movies. Yeah, our pretentious bullshit films. Yeah. Um, we went and saw it on a Monday night. Yeah. And it was that theater was really full. Yeah. For Monday night, it was ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Great audience. Oh yeah, everybody was into it. Great audience. That one lady was really into it though. Oh my god! She I was, was sitting next to somebody who was explaining like all the jokes. Nice. Did you hear her? No. Which I didn't. side of the theater were you on? I think I was sitting right in front of you actually, because I remember because you were like in a hat, and I was like, "Oh, that looks like Cody." Weird. In front of me? Yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> very, very I did strange. Not see you at all. I'm very unexceptional and unexceptional. Most yeah, people don't know me. Men. They're like. Even my family is like, I'm sorry, who are you? And I was like, I'm your you? Oh. you. Oh, okay, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> but the movie yeah. was delightful. It was great. It was fantastic. It was, like, I'll, I will live, I'll watch, like. I'll watch 10 Justice Leagues if I get one Ladybird. Wow. Or one Ghost Story or something like that. Like, it was such a breath of fresh air to see a movie done with passion and intellect and just humanity, really. It was, it. It was, yeah, it was good. It was really it was a fun movie. And it was also the funniest movie I've seen all year. Oh, it's hilarious. No doubt. I mean, I'm looking, I mean, really haven't been many comedies worth seeing. I didn't see Girls Trip because I'm, you know, <laughs> a 22-year-old white male who doesn't go see movies like Girls Trip. I don't know. Best part about it, there were a lot of like really subtle little jokes in it. Yeah. That not a lot of people got. <laughs> like what? Uh, what's one that stands out to you? Or I can't you... really remember. I just right. remember there was one point where I was laughing. I was the only person in the theater who laughed. I know. I did that too. I can't remember when though. <laughs> Crap. But, you know, case in point, there are a lot of those scenes and they're all fantastic. Um, but Saoirse Ronan. Baby was just great she was just great like this movie is just overall so it's just so good and the thing that i was ready to like while i was in the rut of the movie was like oh wow this pacing is a little off these scenes are kind of jagged but Uh uh-huh it's just 
Greta Gerwig, first time writer, first or first time screenwriter slash director. The move, the entire movie moves in this particular way, so it doesn't really stand out as oh, that's jarring because the movie is in its own rhythm. Like you know, if if a rock song for the first thirty minutes was just you know hair metal thumping, and then it checked down <laughs> to like a just like a like a riff or a like a people riffing on a certain beat, that's you know that's what Justice League is basically, and this is just like a really it's like a just a mid tempo just kind of bobbing your head kind of a thing, and it it just it flowed so perfectly and really settled into a groove, and I love that about it. And mm-hmm. I don't know, did it feel longer than it was? A little bit, but in a good but way, not in a bad way, yeah. exactly. Like it, the movie was like um, ninety three minutes long. I was like, wow, that was a really that was a healthy two hours. And I was like, oh no, it felt it's like. Not. It. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. And um, what are some things you liked about it, just in general? Um, I liked what her name is. Um, Ronan, Ms. Ronan, I'll call her because I don't know how to say her first name. Seer Shah. Seeriz. 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 What the fuck? I Wait, said, what? I said Suarez for a while, and then Josh Hold corrected on. me. Let me look. I'm going to see. Uh... It's Seer Shah. But... Um. But this is, yeah. But this is a movie that like could go so wrong so quickly. Do like the coming of age teenage girl thing, and with a teenage girl as your central character, things can go so wrong so quickly. But just the writing and the performance just sold everything so perfectly. And wait, hold on, hold yeah. on. I'm sorry. I'm I'm listening to an interview of her right now. Mm-hmm. Just to see how we can say her name. It's Saoirse. I don't believe you. Gosh, she's so fucking Irish. <laughs> I just look yeah, up Yeah, okay. It's something like that. It's her James Corden say it. Oh, so I, Saoirse. I that. Yeah. Saoirse? I don't know. Saoirse. She's forever going to be Saoirse. Saoirse. Yeah. Saoirse. She's also Ms. forever going to be a great actor in my book. because oh, she's she so good. Was, she was fantastic. She was really fantastic. Uh, everybody in this movie was, was really good. Laurie Metcalf as the mother. Yep, um, uh, that's the aunt from Roseanne, or Roseanne. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, apparently. Uh, Come on, she was also, that's well, like the best sitcom ever made. She, no, but she was also in JFK, my favorite film. So that was it. Was good to uh, see was her. Was she really? Yeah. Did she, she was, play Jackie? No, she was one of the investigators. Jackie wasn't. There was no like Jackie wasn't in the movie. Like they that's didn't. They didn't have any actors other than in like flashbacks, but like no speaking roles for Kennedy or his wife. Really, well, anybody? That the whole movie, wasn't he? Yeah, rep in peace. Um, actually, no, he wasn't. But whatever. You you gotta watch the movie. It's a great film. Um, your but, number one movie? Yeah, it's my favorite movie ever. We did a whole episode about it. I know. I'm just remembering a whole bit. Yeah. <laughs> not. JFK is my favorite film. Hell yeah. Um, but uh, so Laurie Metcalf was strong. Lucas Hedges, who I thought was who was nominated for an Oscar for Manchester by the Sea, when I thought he was not really that good. This certifies him as a good actor. Yeah, he's he played, a great actor. He played he's Danny. The, the, yeah, that's what I thought. Um, how much though? No, we'll get into when we talk about the the plot. Right. Um, but other actors that are good. Um, that's basically it. Her best friend's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was she was very she was excellent. Um, really, no no bad performances. Yeah, no one was bad. I mean, maybe um, her brother. Or the sister-in-law. I didn't care for the sister-in-law as an actress. She wasn't. She didn't have a lot of lines, though. Yeah, so it's not really fair. 
right, right, right. Um, and it just, it, but above all, with coming of age or with these kind of movies, feeling like real life is the best, is the biggest thing you can do. Like if you can make, if I can sit there and say, you know what, these feel like real conversations with real people who have real lives with real problems and stuff, then I'm going to come away positive. And that had, it had that, but they were sympathetic problems and they were just they were just good characters and it was just it told a really good story that you know millions of stories have been told about the relationships of children with their parents and this felt it just felt so fresh and it felt so different and and necessary i guess um i'm gonna say this is probably one of the most realistic um yeah depictions of (laughs) a mother-daughter relationship I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, no, I agree. Or just a kid-parent relationship, honestly. It's half hate, half love. Mm-hmm. As much as you I want love, to, you can't be friends with your with your kid. I loved, I really, really liked <laughs> Do you like me? <laughs> of course I love you. That's not what I'm asking. Do you like did, me? Did you, do you like me? And I just think that that's such an interesting dynamic that, I'm not excited to have to deal with when I'm a parent. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What if I don't like what if you don't like your kid? That's true. That's why you don't get have a kid. You have cats cuz I've never met a cat I don't like or I've met, really? never met a cat I don't love, really. Even the na- even met, the mean like, ones. A mean cat? Like, I either I've met mean ones but I still love them. I was like, look I at you. Don't. Look at you standing up for yourself. Look at you making a choice. I'm so proud. <laughs> making a choice. Making a choice. Um, strong independent kitty who don't need no master exactly like like i would be happily mauled by a tiger because it's like wow look at you go you're just doing well, it all my, on yourself my favorite thing about tigers yeah is that they just hang out in pools at yeah. the zoo and they have stripes that too yeah um so <laughs> there's since we talked about this this is the funniest movie i've seen all year and the jokes were all situational. Like, they didn't have the one-liners. It didn't have the, the like, physical kind of comedy. It was just, look how, look how f- interesting the situation is. And I think that my favorite, I don't know if it was joke, but it was just overall moment, was at the end, Lady Bird and uh, one of her friends, which is so cliche that the girl would, like, oh, I have, I'm friends with this normal chick, and then, oh, I met the popular girl. It comes off as, like, cliche but it's just not it's it's something that kids go through though exactly and she um her along with this new friend who's like uh one of the i don't know the regina george i guess if you will since we talked about mean girls in our justice league episode which we're please watch which we just recorded by the way inside baseball um like the they're friends and they they deck out the the nun's van because they go to a catholic school with like a with like after wedding decorations, but instead of like just Mary, it was married to Jesus. Remember <laughs> that's that? a good scene. And then yeah, the and then later on, it was just, yeah, I know it was you. Why did you get me in trouble? Because it was funny. Yeah, the nun loved it. <laughs> yeah, that's me as a teacher. It's like if they picked on me and I thought it was funny, yeah. I wouldn't get them in trouble. Exactly. Um. And yeah, just just little moments like that that are just. No, something like that isn't really as funny as it is just lighthearted and genuine and sweet, and I and I like that. Um, made me made me feel good. And Lady Bird is just such a f- well, she's such a well written character where she's you know everything you sort of hate about a teenager, but she's unhateable, really. 
it's true. Yeah, I'm with um, you on that one. Uh, see, this is this is the hard part about doing a movie podcast. Is it's really hard to talk about something you love because you're just like you just get so overwhelmed. With like, well, that was great, and that was great. It's awesome. Like, yeah, it's so good. It's just boring <clears throat> to talk about, but I just feel like it should be said how how great this movie is. Um, the I think the real soul of this movie is. I guess the heart of it is her relationship with her mother, but the soul is her relationship with her father. Like that, that whole dynamic was just so understated. That's amazing. Like he go, <laughs> her father goes through an entire subplot that doesn't, it doesn't even really appear in the main action. It's only sort of talked about, but it, it feels, it feels full, you know, like he starts off and he loses his job and then he, Lady Bird asks him for help applying to East Coast colleges without their mom knowing, and then he gets depression, and then he and his son interview for the same job. God, and it's that just, one hurt. That was just, that stung me. It's just so real. But he does. He's like, "Oh, you're interviewing for the same job too," and he fixes his son's tie. He's like, "You know, good." He's a good dad. It's just he's the MVP of the movie, I think, or just uh, I'll, I'll say the most underappreciated player because Gerwig is the most valuable. She was just great. Um. What do you do? You know? Do you have any history with Greta Gerwig? Have you seen any of her no, stuff? I don't think so. What has she made? Uh, th- well, this is the first movie she's directed. Which um, I know. what would I know the name from? <sighs> she's like, she is to indie movies what Tom Cruise is to like big budget action movies. As a actors, yeah. Like, what has she been in? Something no, I've seen. Mistress America, Francis uh, Ha. No strings attached. Yeah, I, I haven't seen uh-huh. the only thing I've seen from her is Frances Ha. Oh, she was also in Jackie, so I saw her in Jackie. She was fabulous. Have you seen Jackie? I have not. It's so good. It's John Hurt's like last substantive performance, and he's amazing in it. He's so vulnerable; it makes me want to cry. Who does he play? He plays uh the like their purse. They're like Catholic or like their spiritual advisor or something like that. The Kennedys. Well, fuck. Yeah, it's a movie about the it's a movie about the days after the assassination, and it's like one of the most beautiful things I've ever seen. It's incredible. Really I good. I highly suggest you watch it. I'm just I love JFK stuff, so that just well, that you know what to today is, right? Yeah, that's right. No, today's November twenty second. Fifty four. Did years. you ever watch um eleven twenty two sixty three? No, I don't think it was enough about the. I don't. I've just. Well, it's literally all about the JFK assassination. No, but the movie just does that for me so well. So well. So well. Uh, I think you should watch it. Yeah. Um, Gerwig also was the she was the lead and I think a producer of a How I Met Your Mother spinoff that never well, really no. took off. That never got made. Well, the pilot was made, but oh. what was it about? It was How I Met Your Father. Really? Yep. It apparently it might happen. Is it just the story told from the other angle? No, no, it's a new story, new person meeting somebody's father, meeting their kid's father. It was going to be narrated. It was going to be starring Greta Gerwig, narrated by Meg Ryan. Would I recognize her face? Maybe. I don't know. Like, I don't think I haven't seen much that she's in, so I don't know. She's like an have. old woman. Oh, no. Wow, she's, she's like, kind of cute. Yeah, she's like in her 30s. She's 34 years old. Yeah. But she's. Gosh. She's great. Like I'll see whatever she does next. This is oh, God. I think I'm in love. <laughs> she's very twee and like hipstery. Um, 
I think I think I would start off with Frances Ha. That's a very short introduction to her, you, and it's and it's shot in black and white, so it's immediately super artistic. So it's really good. Yeah, it's basically, like Clerks. It's a superior film. Have um, you ever seen Clerks? I have not. I have not. Clerks is amazing. Yeah. Uh, what are some other things that you liked about uh, Lady Bird, though? Um, I liked the structure. Mm-hmm. I liked how it was um, basically a year, right? Right, right, right. Her senior year of high school, just going through all the shit. It's just, it's too relatable. Mm-hmm. The person I saw it with was just floored by how much she related to it. It was ridiculous. Yeah. Like, I can only imagine, like, this is going to be, this is like the, this almost sounds like an insult, and I don't mean it to be, but it's almost like the boyhood for girls. <laughs> Which isn't a bad thing, because boyhood is so good. Yeah, and it, and it, I think it, it's going to do similar things where you think, like, oh, man, I see, I remember that moment that Lady Bird goes through in the same way that Mason, haha, from boyhood, like, oh, I remember when I did X or went through Y or whatever. Um, and I just think that's going to be... Uh, I think this is this movie's going to mean a lot to a lot of people on a very deep level, and I really like that. I'm I'm happy about that. That makes me that makes it makes me happy and all that. Um, but this is well, what are some other things that caught your eye? I guess. Well, did you hate Kyle? Hmm. I think the point was to hate him, so yes. He was such a... Oh, yeah. He was like, oh, I don't... So go, once you have a cell phone, then it goes... Ah, you don't know what I was phone. laughing at? I remember now. Oh, what? Um, he was reading a copy of uh, A People's History of the United States, which is just like an, an anti-America, American history. Nice. Saying how shitty everybody's been throughout all of history. Right. As and I laughed. Breaking. And I've read it. That's why I laughed. I, I laughed at it. Uh, yeah, Kyle sucks. Uh, yes, Kyle sucks. Big time. But that's the point. That's what, you know, you make a character intentionally kind of a piece of garbage, or at least annoying, but you don't really want to stop watching them. I think that's a very, that's a sign of a good director. And he's, yeah, he's... <laughs> but I think Danny might have been my, f- the most sympathetic character to me because he's I mean, ladybirds so he should have um spoken with the boston accent from manchester by the sea yeah even though they're in sacramento but just do it anyways yeah, it would have been better you did you see manchester by the sea oh yeah i saw it twice i saw it in theaters twice really i didn't like it that much but but you saw it twice i was seeing it with somebody the second time oh okay yeah i hate that movie i just don't i don't get it i don't hate it i mean the second time i saw it i liked it a lot more but it's not really saying it's just it's one of the slice of life movies that don't work for me mm. like um it's, compared to boyhood boyhood works a lot better for me is it because it's emotionally manipulative because you know agreed i don't know if it is man- emotionally manipulative though it's just oh i just i because the main character doesn't show any emotion the whole movie but that's good acting, cause it, it. You see, good acting is when people whisper, right, Cody? <laughs> and it's when they're I sad. Watching, I was watching this list, uh, uh, a top ten list earlier today at work, 
And they were comparing and more contrasting the performances by Denzel Washington (laughs) in Fences and Casey Affleck and whatever that other movie's called. Yeah. I forgot what it was called. Manchester by the (laughs) Sea. Manchester by the Sea. Oh. And how uh, did you see both of those movies? I did. Did you like Fences? Uh, yeah. Yeah, the action was really good. It felt like a play, and I like plays. I love that movie. Really? Did that make my top ten last year? No, definitely not. Is it really not? No. Actually, I was. it was in that movie when I learned that Carrie Fisher died, so. That's why you don't like it. I remember that. No, I like it. I was just, I was really, it just kind of bummed me out, and I couldn't focus on the movie very much. So, whatever. Uh, let's see. I can't think of. Re- I can't really think of anything I disliked about this movie. Like I said, the pacing was a bit of an issue early on, but that all kind of ironed out. Um, I don't. Know, I, I guess my biggest criticism is that I just wanted more. You know, I just wanted to see what these characters did tomorrow and the day after that, and what they were. They'd be like in a year, a year from now, or five. You see, years no, from I was, now, I was you know? fine with that. The way it ended. Um, mm-hmm. I was thinking that, I mean, her going to New York was a necessary part of the movie. Right. But how perfect would the taking off from the airplane ending have been? I think I wanted it to end there. I know yeah, I probably should yeah, yeah, have the end... to end there, but that felt like an ending to me. Right. That ending did feel like, did we really need to see her go to a party and, like, throw up and get her, I assume, her stomach pumped or whatever, or whatever, when, you know, maybe she can just, I don't know. Real question is who's paying for that because they're broke as fuck. Yeah, monetarily doesn't make much sense, but, you know, her dad really, he's the best character. He just moved heaven and earth to so she could get, so he could give her what he thought she deserved. And that's just, that's very wholesome, Cody. It's very wholesome. It's a very good awesome film. Um, and I, I just, I loved it. One of my favorites of the year, and it's it's a it's a movie that you just it's hard to explain why I love it, but it's just it gives the feeling that it gives and the uh, just the movie. Trying to compare so it to a movie we saw last year, it reminds me a lot of Don't Think Twice, and everybody wants. Yeah, it. I got that vibe. They're just very simple, straightforward kind of slice of life movies, and I just I'm I'm down for those. I really like them because uh, you know. Some movies are made for everybody, but other movies are made just for you, and that's and those are the, those are some of the things that I gravitate towards. I like things that are personal and intimate, and that's what the that's what Lady Bird is. <laughs> um, daughters are taking their moms to go see it. As an I'm sorry, I was a shitty uh, kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I just I hope this succeeds. I hope it's. I think it's it's definitely going to make. Like it make its budget back and everything, but I think. Uh, do you think um, Saris is gonna get nominated again? What she get nominated for the first time? Didn't she get nominated for Brooklyn? Ah, uh, maybe. I don't know. I didn't like Brooklyn. Really? This never... movie was a lot better than Brooklyn. I never saw Brooklyn. Don't. It looks cute. A chick flick. It's a straight up chick flick. I really like chick flicks. I don't know if you know that. You might like it, but it was just it was too much. This is coming from a guy who actively likes to listen to musicals. 
So uh, she did not. It doesn't look like she got nominated unless I have the year <laughs> the wrong. The movie got nominated. Oh, the, oh no, she did get nominated for best actress in 2015. I got the year wrong. She lost to Brie Larson for Room. Yeah, that's completely fair. I'm not even mad about that. That was that, that movie was boring as. By the way, Cody, anyway. that was the same year that Steve Jobs didn't get nominated for best adapted screenplay. It got nominated for best uh, actor, right? Yeah. Oh, but guess what did? Brooklyn and Room. fucking Brooklyn, Brooklyn and the, how are how is the Big Short, Brooklyn, Carol, The Martian, and Room better adapted screenplays than Steve Jobs? I hate everything. Ugh. God, that's the best movie. <sighs> it's so good. It's so good. It's so good, Cody. When are we gonna do our official rewatch and talk about it again? I don't know. Maybe someday. I've seen it like six times, so I'm always ready to go. Um, but yeah, let's talk a little bit about awards. I mean, Lady Bird's 100% Rotten Tomatoes, so I don't think that I don't I don't think you can not give that a nomination. No, I think it's getting it. it I don't know if it'll get nominated for Best Picture, but I think it will. Average yeah, rating. I think it might. It has a good chance because A24 is like a real movie now, <laughs> or a real movie studio now. Right. The average rating on Rotten Tomatoes for Lady Bird is 8.8. Wow. What's the user score at? Uh, audience score? That's what I meant. Yeah, 4.3. Out of so, 5? Yeah. Okay, you scared me. <laughs> Sorry. What what one best picture? Oh, Moonlight did. So in comparison, so Lady Bird is 100% and 8.8. Yeah. Moonlight was 98%, and wow, 9 out of 10. Okay, so it's a step down. Wow, Moonlight? People really love Moonlight. They okay. did, and I don't understand it. Okay. But I There's... did watch it again. I have watched it again since my initial viewing of it. Yeah. I like it a lot more. There are 297 still... fresh reviews of Moonlight and only seven negatives. Like, that's, that's just, one of the things no, I want but to... the, the problem is with that movie is I think people were afraid to criticize it. Yeah. And I know that might make me sound like a shitty person for even suggesting that that could be the case, but I th- I think people were just scared because it's about a black gay people. Yeah. So Fernanda Solazaro's like, uh, blurb on Moonlight in a negative review is exactly my feelings. Although it's not bad, I found it overrated as it tells a story through a trite narrative formula and flat characters that we've already seen in, a do- in dozens of films. I agree. <sighs> I don't know if... um, This one's a little bit more rougher. Bullying, poverty, closeted sexuality, drug abuse, and racial strife combine to form an overworked agenda of cultural woes that's more concerned with rubber-stamping issues than telling an original story. Jesus Christ. Savage. Savage. But I I would love... See, I would love to read a review that isn't... A a negative review of something like Lady... Of Lady Bird, for instance... Or just Ladybird. That, but it doesn't exist. Like, how so. do you write a neg- like? What do you say about that? That just isn't personal preference, you know? Like, don't. yeah, you can find her, you know, Ladybird insufferable. That's the point. She's a teenager. You know how do you how do you dislike the movie other than saying, oh, I just didn't like it. Like, I don't, like, <laughs> there's nothing. I don't think there's anything bad or just not great about this movie, and you don't see that often. I think but. it's definitely one of the best of the year, and. We're running out of movies to be good this year. Oh boy, this was not a good year. I'm gonna say it. I'm I'm optimistic. I think if 
I think if Dark, if Darkest Hour, Disaster Artist, and Star Wars and the Post live up to expectations, and I think I can, I can certify this as a good year. But so, wait, which ones? Um, I'm excited for the Disaster Artist, like a lot more than I should be. Right. Um, what was Darkest Hour? It's the Gary Oldman, Winston Churchill. Oh yeah, I keep forgetting about that. The other side of Dunkirk, right? Yeah, I'm so excited for it. It's gonna be awesome. All right. Uh, I want to give a grade to Ladybird. It's a nine. Okay. Um. Hmm. You gave it a nine on Letterbox. I did, but that's. Uh, I'm gonna go a nine and a half. Oh wow. Yeah, I just can't think of anything I don't like about it. And I'm only gonna enjoy it more the more. And I why it. isn't it a ten? Because I don't want I. It was a mistake. I don't want to give tens or five out of fives or whatever right immediately i need to see something a second time that's fair i, wa- I want to be more conservative with my use of the perfect grade because i remember worst. i gave like finding dory a 10 after seeing it i was like that wasn't a good idea i love it but <laughs> that's like 10 a t- for it to be a 10 it's i gotta it's gotta be in the conversation for an all-time favorite and this could get there but not yet not yet uh i just i have to do so much legwork to just have not go insane cody you don't understand I'm just, <laughs> I'm a mess, but aren't we all? Uh, all right, so that's Ladybird. Fun little bonus episode, Cody. It's a really cute little episode. Yeah, I'll catch you next time. Take it easy, Cody. Sure well, flash cries out. Don't move, don't leave me. Conscience runs till out of breath. Sunrise pregnant with your leaving. Creeping in like certain death.